Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Podcast with your host, Brad Logan, your home for Ole Miss sports. To be a part of the show, email the show at brad.logan at loganmedianetwork.com or shoot him a DM on Twitter at bradloganCOTE. Download the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a review online. And now from the vault. To the pavilion, to Swayze Field. It's all Ole Miss, all the time. Here's your host, Brad Logan. And welcome into the Believe in Ole Miss podcast, a part of the Believe Network. A big show today. We'll get to all the big calls from Learfield Audio. Thanks to Dan Court for sending those over. And uh, we'll get you all the calls from David Kellum, Harry Harrison, and Richard Cross, along with Brett Norsworthy, who was the pre- and post-game host, along with Gary Darby on the Ole Miss Radio Network. It was a big day for Ole Miss on the ground. Three rushers with over 100 yards rushing each. That include quarterback Jackson Dart. It was a big day for Zach Evans, Quinshawn Jukins, and we'll get into all the numbers here in just a moment. And the Rebels win 48-34. to They're 7-0, 3-0 in the conference. And there are a couple of ways of looking at this. There's a lot of spin coming out of the national media that Ole Miss hasn't played anybody. I understand where they're coming from, but on the flip side, you, you, you beat the teams that you face. And Ole Miss is deserving of that top ten ranking. They're number seven. They'll get all they want this weekend in Baton Rouge. We'll see how good this team is. Uh, the last time Ole Miss went down to Baton Rouge when they were a highly ranked team, they lost 10-7. to seven. It didn't play well down the stretch. It didn't win the game. But Lane Kiffin wasn't the head coach. And this team is just made different. It just is. The team 7-0, and they beat an Auburn team that came in and ran the ball really well. That's obviously going to be some question marks going forward. Ole Miss is going to have to have its full complement of defenders. Is Troy Brown going to be able to go, the linebacker? There are a couple questions on defense that Ole Miss is going to have to answer to stop the LSU rushing attack because I guarantee you they're going to try to run the ball as much as they can. But here's the thing. You can only – win the games that are before you and they've done that so far and now the, the stretch run will begin there's five games coming up we we know all about those five games at LSU following up with at Texas A&M that's going to be a night game in College Station coming home to face Alabama going on the road to face Arkansas and then at home against Mississippi State that's a tough road but this team has shown that they can win the close games last year against Tennessee last year against Arkansas They'll have an opportunity because I can guarantee you some of these games are going to be really close. And if the Vegas odds makers are correct, Ole Miss opened at a two-and-a-half-point favorite 
Now LSU's favored by a point. Some books have it at a point and a half. 2.30 CBS is going to be fun. Let's take a look back at this Auburn game as the Rebels were able to get away with another SEC win, 3-0, 48-34 over the Auburn Tigers. And by the way, that win over Kentucky doesn't look so bad. They took care of Mississippi State at home, looked really good. I think we realized just how good Will Levis is at quarterback because when he was not in there, they were beat pretty good by South Carolina. Kentucky not too bad, huh? 48-34, the Rebs beat Auburn. Thankful today, coming to you from the Debbie Johnson studio. Debbie can be your real estate agent today. Give her a call, 662-689-0090. Debbie Johnson, our real estate agent with Kessinger Real Estate here at the Believe in Ole Miss podcast. She can be yours today. Also grateful for our sponsorship with Bet Online. It's the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Bet Online, where the game starts. Use that promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your very first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. We'll get to the highlights. We'll get to the stats right after this. A big week on the Believe in Ole Miss podcast. Excited to have Leah Van of the Advocate down in Baton Rouge. She'll come to you later on the week with a terrific preview of the LSU football team and uh, what Ole Miss is going to get with Brian Kelly. The former Notre Dame head coach has gone down to Red Stick, and uh, he's uh, leading the Tigers this year. They are 5-2 and two in the year and just had an impressive win over Florida. Best they've looked all year. It's going to be an absolute fight on Saturday. We'll hear from Leah. She'll kind of break down that offense and defense, kind of the schedule a little bit. We'll take a deep dive into the LSU Tigers. And then, Shea Hodge. Everybody remember Shea Hodge? Yeah. Pretty good receiver. Mike Espy, I know you remember him too. Two great Ole Miss receivers are joining the Believe in Ole Miss podcast family. And we'll have a special show coming to you this week, our very first show. And we'll bring that to you. At some point this week, we're working out our kinks in regards to we're getting those guys set up on computers and microphones. So, as soon as we bring that to you, it'll go through all of, of my social channels and, of course, the Believe Network social channel and then the Believe in Ole Miss podcast social channels as well. So we'll get that podcast to you. We're incorporating a video element to that as well. So if you'd like to be a part of that via sponsorship, just shoot me a direct message at Brad Logan COTE. We'd love to bring you on board uh, of the already growing group uh, that we have on our uh, podcast network as it is. So excited to have Shay, excited to have Mike, and then, we'll, of course, we'll have Leah from The Advocate coming later on this week. It's a big week here uh, on the uh, Believe It Miss podcast, and I know it's an exciting week for you as the Rebels are undefeated. 7-0. and By the way, recruiting going very well. David Johnson has done a fantastic job at Inside the Rebels, breaking down all the recruiting content for you. It's Rebs247.com. It's affiliate of 24-7 Sports. That's, of course, at Inside the Rebels. A ton of content there also. Yeah, that's right. Hoops is right around the corner. Jared Redding's got a couple of stories on some prospects right now. He's got some previews as well. And then just a ton of information about the game upcoming with LSU. Of course, we encourage you to catch out uh, catch a couple of podcasts. Number one, it's the Daily Rebs 24-7 Sports Podcast with Chris Brooks. It's a, a very quick listen, but it's a great uh, listen because it's chock full of information to start your day and, and Chris does a great job of popping that up on the board it comes to you uh, usually every morning and it's a great uh, it's a great listen for me because Chris is so entrenched in the, the high school scene in Mississippi so it's a lot of recruiting and he gives his thoughts on the team as well and then I encourage you to listen to the Talk of Champion Franchise Player Podcast with Ben Garrett and David Johnson. It's a great listen. It comes to you uh, usually a couple times a week, and they do a great job with uh, not only recruiting, but uh, they do a great job kind of laying out where the team is currently, uh, give previews of the upcoming week. So 
Uh, that's, of course, on the Talk of Champions. That's a part of the On3 family. And Ben does a great job with his podcast network. So uh, our very own David Johnson is a part of that. David, of course, with Reds 24-7 and an affiliate of 24-7 Sports. We'll break down the game with Auburn and then turn the page to the LSU Tigers as we come back more on the Believe in Ole Miss podcast right here on the Believe Podcast Network. Today's show is brought to you in part by Bet Online. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest odds, news, and sports developments for the NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball, fights, and NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all sports wagering needs, including live betting and the fan favorite Vegas Casino and Poker games. It's really easy to get started. Just head on over to the website, use your mobile device, and sign up today. Use our promo code BLEAV50, B-L-E-A-V-50, and receive your 50% welcome bonus in your first deposit. But online, where the game starts. Today's show is brought to you in part by Realtor Debbie Alderson Johnson. If you're looking for a spot in the Oxford area or, quite frankly, anywhere in Mississippi, that is your go-to. Remember, real estate industry since 2003, looking for that special ag property, maybe a recreational property, maybe a commercial real estate property, or a new home. Uh, Debbie does a great job and can be your real estate agent today. Just contact her directly at 662-234-5555. Five, five. Of course, that's a member of the Kessinger Real Estate family, KessingerRealEstate.com. And Debbie has been with them for quite a few years. If you need to get her directly, just dial her cell phone at 662-689-0090. Remember, your go-to for real estate, whether it be commercial, farm, or maybe you need that home. Maybe you need that second home in Oxford. You're looking maybe to relocate Oxford. Part of the real estate family, the Kessinger Real Estate family. Debbie Johnson, your realtor, 662-234-5555. Or call her cell phone at 662-689-0090. Debbie Johnson, a proud sponsor here on the Believe in Ole Miss podcast. It is a place which exerts an extraordinary pull on all who have walked its hallowed ground. Thousands come each year, and yet no one ever really leaves. Ole Miss is for life. A major university with the familiar intimacy of family. Friendships that are more than friendships. Moments that are more than moments. An autumn celebration on a Saturday afternoon in the Grove. Contests waged and triumphs savored. With our largest freshman class, soaring honors college, national reputation for academics and research, our pride is overflowing. Today, more than ever, for all who have ever called this magical place home, you never leave Ole Miss. Welcome back to the Believe in Ole Miss podcast with your host, Brad Logan. Want to be a part of the program? Just email the show at brad.logan at loganmedianetwork.com or shoot him a DM on Twitter at bradlogancote. Whether it's touchdown Ole Miss or showers and right, it's all Ole Miss all the time. And now back to the show.
Hey, welcome back into the Believe in Ole Miss podcast, a part of the Believe Network. It was 48-34. to The Rebels run their record to 7-0, and down number 7 in the country, a 48-34 to win over the Auburn Tigers. And look, I looked at the numbers, and, and I probably allowed them to cloud my judgment on this game. But I think and – and I thought about this – and someone, I heard someone say this, and if you tweet me or, or email me and say, hey, so-and-so said this, I'll give them full credit. I just don't remember who said it. But the numbers in regards to historical numbers, you know, we talked about how many games Ole Miss had, had lost to Auburn in the past and how they could not overcome uh, the Auburn Tigers in regards to no, no matter if they were on the Plains or in Oxford and how Auburn had won these games. None of it mattered. History doesn't matter in that regard because the players were different. But somehow I allowed myself to kind of get 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 uh, pushed down into that. Look at the game upcoming in a couple of weeks. How many times has Ole Miss beaten Arkansas in, in, in Fayetteville? Not Little Rock because in Little Rock, 90, 92, 2012, 2018, all Ole Miss wins. Fayetteville, 2008 was the last time they won. Before that, it was – 2000 and before that I stopped looking in the mid 60s I don't know if it has even happened so twice in favor I get those numbers I get it and I let that cloud my judgment I did so with the Auburn game because the numbers were so much in favor of the Auburn Tigers but once again then I tell myself why am I so bogged down in numbers when Zach Evans Quinshawn Juckins had no bearing on anything that happened in the past Lane Kiffin's the new coach He, he plays unafraid has nothing to do with the outcome. So I get it. And then that's how I look at the game upcoming with LSU. And we'll get to that game and we'll get to the numbers and that sort of thing down the week. But um, then you start looking at when they played LSU in Tiger Stadium, what are the numbers at night versus day games. And, and we'll get to all that because I'm fascinated by that. But I somehow let that cloud my judgment. I'm going to try and not do that going forward, although it's incredibly hard. Because at the end of the day, Ole Miss had three rushers go over 100 yards. Quinshawn Juckins, 25 carries, 139 yards. Average 5.6 yards a carry and two touchdowns. He's phenomenal. Zach Evans, 21 carries, 136 yards, 6.5 yards average, one touchdown. The biggest one of all, quarterback Jackson Dart. Wondering if he's a running threat? 14 carries, 115 yards, 8.2 yards per carry on average. By the way, Dayton Wade almost had four rushers over 100 yards. Dayton Wade was close on a couple of speed sweeps. Four sweeps, 63 yards, 15.8 yards a rush. Ole Miss getting it done on the ground, and a lot of it is because of that offensive line. With Micah Pettis, the freshman. What about freshman Jaden Williams? Getting it done. Nick Broker, Jeremy James. I understand we've been watching this team all year and there's been some snap issues. But I think at the end of the day, Caleb Warren's going to get it done. He had one bad snap on Saturday. Obviously something to address. But offensively, this team has been dialed in running the football. I don't. I have no doubt that LSU is going to do its best and then following up Texas A&M, following up Alabama, following up Arkansas, following up Mississippi State, they're all going to try and alleviate the running game from Ole Miss, which means that's going to make Jackson Dart have to be really smart making good decisions down the field because Ole Miss is going to have to throw the football 
to win these games. They're absolutely going to have to. If they can't throw the football and loosen up that secondary, loosen up that linebacker play, that gives a chance for Judkins and Evans and Dart to find the running lanes. Jordan Watkins going to have to step up. He's looked really good as the third receiver. Some, some could argue he's been the second receiver behind Jonathan Mingo. Malik Heath's got to continue to come on. Dayton Wade, big step up. There's your four receivers so far. Michael Trigg out with a collarbone injury. So, Casey Kelly, is this, is this a, an opportunity for a younger tight end to make a, take a step up, and that's a Kyron Heath? We'll have to see. But for Auburn, they ran the ball really well. Jackson Dart threw it when he had to. Didn't have to throw it a ton. But looked pretty good when he did. Three touchdowns. Had the one interception, but that wasn't his fault. That was Mingo's fault. Hit him in the breadbasket. Should have caught it. Nine of 19, 130 yards and three touchdowns. Solid day for Jackson Dart. The first time we've seen him not make any mistakes. I'm not giving the, the interceptions not on him without question. It was, a, it was a great throw. Mingo has to make that catch. Very, very few problems I saw with Dart at quarterback. The running game was great. And, of course, the receivers, we talked about Dayton Wade, had two catches for 44 yards. Big day for him. Jordan Watkins, four catches, 43 yards, and that was it. Migo didn't have a catch. They, I mean, they did a great job taking him out of the game. And if you're Ole Miss and they take Migo out of the game, who's going to step up? Saturday it was Jordan Watkins and Dayton Wade. As long as you've got those outlet receivers happening you out, should be okay. For Ole Miss, it started out really good on defense. Started out Robbie Ashford, the quarterback for Auburn, was having a tough time in the pocket. Taking a look at the highlights. Thanks to Dan Quartz and Learfield Audio for the highlights today. With Voice of the Rebels, David Kellum, color analyst Harry Harrison, sideline reporter Richard Cross, and pre- and post-game host Brett Norsworthy. Five wides for Auburn here on third down and four from the 46. The snap to Ashford. He flushes, runs to his left. He's in trouble. He's hitting the backfield. He's sacked at the 36-yard line. Getting there first was Tavius Robinson. The senior from Canada brought him down, and the Tigers will have to punt. That was a nice start for Ole Miss, and Tavius Robinson has been a big, big surprise for Ole Miss at defensive end. Look, Ole Miss needs Cedric Johnson to play. He did not play on Saturday. He's been dealing with a an injury, so they really need Johnson to come on. Johnson, Pegues, K.D. Hill, and Tavius Robinson. Uh, you throw in there Jared Ivey, who's been banged up a little bit. Isaiah Eaton has been, uh, been kind of in and out. Tywin Malone has flashed. Jamon Gordon has flashed a time or two. It's a solid defensive front, and as long as they continue to get pressure, it's going to be a solid unit. And Ole Miss took advantage of another mistake by Auburn. A.J. Finley, we've heard that name before, a big interception to set up Ole Miss. Fine on that last tackle, but good enough for a first down of the Auburn 45. Ashford swings it near side, diving effort, and it's going to be picked off by A.J. Finley. Pressure up the middle from Ivy. He lobbed it for a screen left. It was too high off the hands, and... A.J. Finley scooped it up right off the top of the ground. And by the way, A.J. Finley, four tackles, second on the team, and had the interception. Without question, has been one of the main playmakers on this Ole Miss defense. Has had a big year so far. Ole Miss would uh, get a big run by Dayton Wade. We, we, we knew 
that Ole Miss needed to have someone step up. We didn't know Dayton Wade would be a running threat as much as he was. Had some big plays at receiver. How about this play? Under center is Dart. He's going to hand it on a jet sweep to Wade. Wade's got room to the 20, 25. He's got the burners going 35, 40, and the Rebels are out of the hole now as he's shoved out of bounds. Dayton Wade on a nice jet sweep. Donovan Kaufman pushed him out of bounds. A bright shot spot for this Ole Miss offense, and he's going to have to be big. Uh, this week against LSU because I have a feeling that Jonathan Mingo is going to be covered early. And if he's covered, Dayton Wade, Jordan Watkins are going to have to get open. Ole Miss would get on the board. Oh, by the way, Dayton Wade, 35-yard touchdown from Jackson Dart. They actually spotted the 35-yard line, so give him 11, and the Rebels will have first and 10 from there. Play action. We're going to throw here. Dart's going deep. He's got Wade wide open. Caught at the goal line. Steps into the end zone. Touchdown, Ole Miss. Great uh, offensive blocking up front, David. And the Rebels would start out hot. Started out 21 to nothing. It started out with a Dayton Wade touchdown. And then, of course, Zach Evans, a 23-yard touchdown to go it uh, to, to get the, 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 the score up to 14 to nothing. From the 23, second and 10 for Ole Miss, right hash. Dart fakes the run, lobs it. He's got his man Evans who steps in the end zone. Touchdown. That was almost like the old Tebow jump pass, fake it, go down, step up, hit your man out of the backfield, wide open touchdown. That's exactly what I thought it looked like too, is is David Kellum had the call on the Ole Miss Network. It looked like the old jump pass. You take a couple of steps forward, all of a sudden you get those linebackers to bite on you. You get that strong safety and that free safety to come up. Zach Evans just – slid right out the right side and scored the touchdown on that little quick pass. Almost would go up 21 to nothing on this Zach Evans three-yard touchdown run. Not quite a first down. They put it to three, so third down about a yard and a half. It's Evans again straight up the gut. He gets the blocks he needs. He's in the end zone. Touchdown, Ole Miss. And Ole Miss would start off to a 21 to nothing lead. Credit Auburn. They came roaring back, and Ole Miss would, uh, would eventually – make the score 21-14, uh, but Ole Miss would get back on the board on a touchdown run by Quinshawn Judkins from seven yards out. Auburn is in tight, too. Now man in motion, Judkins to the far side. There's a snap, swings it to Judkins, wide open, touchdown. Wow, that was easy as Q's got another TD, his ninth of the year. But the Auburn Tigers would come roaring back, cutting the lead to 28-24, to and Ole Miss had a nice offensive possession capped off by the Jonathan Cruz field goal, who, by the way, has been perfect on the year in kicking field goals and extra points. He knocks in a field goal. And what does Lane Kiffin do? Well, he kicks an onside kick, of course. That's an eternity for Ole Miss. Yep, here's the kick for Cruz. He's going to try an onside kick, and it's going to be recovered by Ole Miss at the 46. What a gamble right at the 45. It went the 10 yards. It felt like a turning point in the game, to be honest with you. And when the onside kick was recovered by Ole Miss, uh, the Rebels never looked back. They went ahead and uh, scored another touchdown. This is off the feet of Quinshawn Judkins, a five-yard touchdown run, and Ole Miss would open that lead 38-24. to From the five after the seven-yard game, Judkins straight ahead fighting for the end zone. He scrummed in there. He got help from his buddies. Touchdown, Ole Miss. And obviously this drive began with an onside kick, a very gutsy call by. No doubt. No doubt saved the game for Ole Miss. At least saved a big Auburn comeback. And the Rebels uh, took a lead at that point, 38-24. to They would extend that lead after Auburn uh, scored a touchdown. And uh, they would go ahead and get three more points on that 42-yard field goal by Jonathan Cruz. This has been so solid. There it is, the hold and the kick. 
He's got distance. Is he on target? Yes, sir. -y. 41 to 31, Ole Miss by 10 with 12.28 to go. And Ole Miss just did a great job of just keeping Auburn at arm's length, not allowing them to get too far into the uh, into the game. And uh, Auburn would add a field goal to cut the lead to 48 to 34. Well, Ole Miss would add another touchdown by the phenom freshman, Quinshawn Judkins, a 41-yard touchdown run to put the game out of reach at 48 to 34. Dart has 13 carries, 111 yards now. He's over 100 yards. Evans, 19 carries for 112 with a TD. Here's the handoff straight to the middle. It's a first down and more. See you later. It's going to be a touchdown for Judkins. Right up the middle, David. Big gaping hole opened up, and Judkins just burst through there. Nobody but green grass, and the young freshman rolled into the end zone. And Harry nailed it. Young freshman. It's hard to believe that he has absolutely been phenomenal, and he has. He has been, he's been terrific. On the next possession for Auburn, it would be Ole Miss intercepting quarterback Robbie Ashford, and this game will be over. Four-man front for Ole Miss otherwise. From the 47, fourth and 10. Auburn's going for it as they got to get a first down. Here's the snap. Ashford being flushed out of the pocket, spins out to his left, fires downfield, and it's going to be intercepted at the 36-yard line. He was just desperately throwing it into a crowd, and DeAndre Prince picked it off, and a Rebel defense gets a stop. What a season so far for DeAndre Prince. A big game. Has uh, you know, Deontay Prince was someone that got into the portal, by the way, and came back out of the portal and has been a huge advocate for this Ole Miss defense. The defensive backfield, we've talked about how good they've been. Davis and Igbenosin, the freshman, Miles Battle, the transition wide receiver, Ladarius Tennyson, how good has he been? How he played so well against against his other team, the Auburn Tigers. Uh, Tysheem Johnson has played well. Otis Reese, AJ Finley, Trey Washington, Iseem Young. Deontay Prince just goes on and on. This team has been so, so good, and they're going to have to be good on Saturday against LSU. Be sure and join us later on the week. We'll have Mike Espy along with Shea Hodge in our brand-new addition to the Believe in Ole Miss podcast family on the Believe Network. Excited to bring you that show later on the week. Also, Leah Van will preview the LSU football program. Leah does a great job with the, the advocate there in Baton Rouge, and uh, fantastic job. And, and it definitely encourage you to follow her at LVan underscore sports. And that's where you can get all your LSU content. We appreciate you being part of the podcast today as we come to you from Debbie Johnson Studios. Be sure and call Debbie Johnson today. She can be your real estate agent today. She's, of course, with Kethinger Real Estate at 662-689-0090. And also bet online. Bet online the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports contests and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Bet online where the game starts. Use that promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V. Receive your 50% welcome bonus today on your very first deposit. It's Ole Miss and LSU coming up on Saturday in Baton Rouge, a 2.30 kickoff. Expect a capacity crowd. The weather's going to be in the mid-80s. And, uh, you know, we had a, there's a running thread right now. And I will say this. The 1972 game, Harry Harrison will probably talk about it a few times on the network. So if you hear him talking about it. It, it was a fascinating game. Billy Watkins, who uh, writes for Mississippi Scoreboard, did a story, I think it was a couple of years ago. He interviewed so many different people. And it was about how LSU ran two plays in four seconds. 
clock operator. I'm not sure where he was from, but there's kind of a running joke there. And this rivalry and this series has been just so much fun over the years. But the 72 game, I encourage you to Google 1972 Ole Miss LSU and Google Billy Watkins, maybe Mississippi scoreboard, and read that story. We tweeted it out, and you can go to the, the, the hub, Brad Logan, COTE, and you can get the article there. A great article by Billy. And it kind of chronicles those two plays and how everything kind of happened. And did he bobble the ball? Was he in bounds? Harry Harrison was one of the defensive backs that was part of that. So he talks about it to this day. And it's just one of the many plays in this rivalry. You fast forward and you talk about uh, all of the plays, the, the less the less miles clock malfunction. You talk about the Jonathan Nichols missed field goals in 2003. All of the years of the 1987 David Browndike missed field goal in Baton Rouge to give Ole Miss a win. You rewind to the Billy Cannon run in 1959. This series and rivalry, for the lack of a better word, has been must-see TV over the years. What will happen on Saturday? Man, it's going to be fun to watch it. We're excited to be able to bring you all of the content of the game against LSU down in Baton Rouge. You can catch everything on the Ole Miss Radio Network. They'll have a pregame show two hours prior to kick, so it'll be 12.30 across the network and all of their affiliates. And if you're on the road, use that Varsity Sports app. It's really good. It's got all of the radio calls all across the country in college football, free. You can also listen to the official Ole Miss app. It's where you can get all types of audio as well. Ole Miss and LSU, as we put a bow on this 48-34 win. Ole Miss 7-0, 3-0 in the SEC. One of the best starts non-NCA related I think since like the 1960s so it's been a big start a lot of questions are going to be answered you know not everybody's going to be able to say that oh it's seven wins but they don't mean anything what if they get to eight what if they get to nine do they mean anything then a win in Baton Rouge a win in College Station at night then you come home and face Alabama undefeated we'll learn soon enough and, and it's going to be put up or shut up time for a number of different people that includes Ole Miss We'll have you all of the recaps of that LSU game following this week. For this week, looking forward to all the content we're bringing you. We appreciate you being part of the Logan Media Network and the Believe It Ole Miss podcast. Continue to grow. It's all because of you. Thanks for listening. You're on the Believe It Ole Miss podcast, part of the Believe Podcast Network. Listening to the Believe in Ole Miss podcast with your host, Brad Logan. Download the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a review online. Be sure and check us out on Twitter at Brad Logan COTE and at Believe Podcasts, as well as Facebook, Brad Logan Media. From the vault to the pavilion to Swayze Field. It's all Ole Miss all the time. This has been the Believe in Ole Miss podcast, a presentation of the Believe Podcast Network.
Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.